Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, guys. We're here today with our Hollywood Life podcast, and we have got such a great guest. I'm so excited. We're going to talk about so many things that are all crazy ex-girlfriend. We are here with Gabrielle Ruiz. 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 Or Ruiz. Exactly. Yeah, you can roll that Ruiz. Exactly yes. how I should have said it. <laughs> Who played Valencia on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And we are so bummed because it's the end of the fourth season. And you know who else is really bummed? Is our on-air anchor and my co-host here, Ali Stagnita. I am bummed because I, too, am a crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> you get it. You get yes, us. Yes, I relate. And I definitely also have musicals in my head. All day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we can all relate. I think we've all experienced being a crazy ex-girlfriend. Absolutely. I'm sure. Well, tell us about your crazy ex-girlfriend personal experience before we dive into the show. My crazy ex-girlfriend moment. Um... I feel like I had like I was always just like the person that schooled the guy the person that kind of shut it down you know what I mean like they I my mom one like in high school my my boyfriend on my on the phone on my flip phone was um really upset and kind of yelling at me and I'll never forget what you know, I I um, became a varsity cheerleader, and he was a varsity football player, wow. and he just would not let me have my shine day, like my my shine. And I don't remember what he was upset about. Notice the Texas comes right out. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember. And I hate him. I don't remember why. He was so mad. <laughs> and he took me to the football field, and like he started lecturing me about something. And I just remember was learning like how not how to be so how not to be concerned that someone's upset with you. Right? It was like yeah. my first lesson. I'll never forget. I was at Luby's which is like this professional cafeteria place <laughs> where you go and get food and you sit down. And he was yelling on my flip phone and my mom grabbed the phone and she closed the phone to turn it off. And she was like, nobody talks to you that way. Ooh. Well, that you sounds know what like... I mean, and I was like, I thought that was crazy. You know what I mean? I thought that was wild. So that's why I love the show is like, it really flips the word crazy on its head. <laughs> right. Well, because he was being a crazy boyfriend <laughs> and she was being a crazy strong mom. Yes. And you had to learn to be... Right. Cra- and also like, what is crazy ex-girlfriend? Like, you know, right. was that crazy for me to like stand up for myself? I mean, mm-hmm. let's talk no. about that for a second. But, I, but at 13, I thought that was wild. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Now, in the premise of the show, um, season one, we see Rachel, Rachel, the creator yes, of the, the show's main character. character, go from New York, quits her high power lawyer Law job, job yes. to follow her camp ex-boyfriend from like middle school, high school. Yes. To- that is such a stretch. What? <laughs> but I can see it. In West Coast. West Covina. West Covina, mm-hmm. California. California, it's a real town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a real and town. And he's dating you, Valencia. He's just so happy. You're the girlfriend. When she shows up and moves her whole life across the coast 
She then finds out that he's dating somebody and well, of course it just is. so happens to be like long extensions, long nails, gorgeous legs. Ba- they always had me like, I mean, I'm saying I'm gorgeous, but they always had like, <laughs> you are. they always had me like in short shorts and just like freaking hot. Yoga you know what I mean? instructor. Smoking hot. Yeah. Perfect. And that was just so much fun. The first number that I had as Valencia's, I'm so good at yoga. And it's her, <laughs> it's her, it's Rachel Bloom's character, Rebecca Bunch's hallucination of what she sees Valencia as and like everything about her is perfect. Like she's not even afraid of clowns and trains. <laughs> it's part of the, it's some of the lyrics and stuff. She's so. afraid of yoga instructors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was just, so, it was so much fun to play the villain. Yeah. And when they gave me permission in my callback to be mean, I was like, you got it. Take it away. Stand back. Well, of course, you're you're the opposite of what she is. She's like the Jewish girl from Scarsdale, New York, who has always kind of excelled but hasn't got the perfect figure. And yeah, and then there you are. Here I come. Yeah, the pure intimidation of everyone's nightmare. Jewish Scarsdale girl. Exactly. (laughs) But and the thing is, is that the audience they they didn't like you because, of course, they're siding with the main character. Oh my gosh, I loved it. That's right. I freaking loved it. Whenever I would get insulted on Twitter and like how they wanted to like just, oh, Valencia, you're such a bitch. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> Hashtag crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> it was I success. Was just, yes, I was, it was success. And to be able to play that plot line for Rachel Bloom's character was just, just such a treat. Yeah. Well, and even in season one, I mean, we saw you guys go through like so many different waves, you and Rebecca, uh, Valencia and Rebecca together because they become friends. And then, you know, she finds out Rebecca's ulterior motives and kind of the whole thing. And then you become though really great friends with Rebecca. Yes. Um, What an evolution for Valencia. I mean, from season one through four, she's a completely different person. Did you kind of know that that was going to be the way that it went? Absolutely not. I was only slated when I booked the job to be part of maybe two episodes. Really? Girl, I booked it. And I kept (laughs) staying. And I remember in season one, I mean, our chemistry off screen with Rachel and our, our, Rachel and my chemistry off screen was just so vivacious. And we were just such, becoming such fast friends, good fast friends. And, um, I remember always joking in season one when they would keep me, because I was locally still a New Yorker and Mm -hmm. just subletting and figuring out like two, like, two weeks, maybe four weeks at a time, how long I was That's going to have this amazing gig to do musical theater on television. I mean, I, I was telling you the earlier, like the, the universe's plans are so much more fun than mine. And, um, I remember joking. I was like, when is Valencia getting killed off the Island? Like when, <laughs> when, when is she going to be gone? And they're like, well, we don't know. Like we just keeps working. The storyline just keeps working and working. And so I was, I was promoted to a series regular in season two. So that's when, oh my gosh, thank you. (laughs) And that's when I got married and we moved, we decided to move to LA together and start our lives. So not only was the show life changing, but for Valencia, her storyline was able to take flight in season two where she has her big meltdown moment and, um, kind of phoenixes into like, you know, she, what she was is now dead. And like, she rebirths into this wonderful friend still with a lot of her character traits of being like a strong, like my mom, you know, Mm -hmm. someone that stands up for somebody in that way. So I was able to bring that into her and keep, keep the old Valencia. Well, and how, how do you feel though? Because the the show has just ended and (laughs) everyone's so bombed, like after four seasons, Yes. how do you feel? Cause your character then went through another metamorphosis and you discovered that you were bisexual yes. and fell in love with a woman. Mm-hmm. And well, so how did it feel to have your character change like that 
and then to have the show end. I do love, one of the biggest things I love about Valencia discovering that she's in love with a woman is, pun intended, there was no song and dance for it. Mm. Uh, usually, like, I mean, for instance, P. Gardner's role, Daryl, he discovers his bisexuality, I think it's season two, yeah. and he has a song called Getting By. And it's an <laughs> anthem. It is a, it's an yes. awesome anthem. And he's so funny and fun in it. And Valencia didn't have that, you know, huge shining song and dance moment. It just so happened that she fell in love. And then it tra- that episode just transitions like eight months later. And her and Beth, played by the amazing Emma Woolman, mm-hmm. um, just are having a drink at a bar and they just so happen to kiss. And I loved that Aline Roche McKenna, uh, the showrunner, one of the creators of the show as well, she took me aside and told me that story. Like she was like, is it okay that you that we don't have a song for you? And I was like, absolutely, because that story needs to be told as well. That, you know, she didn't have that crying moment with her mom because her mom was ashamed of her or, you know, like those kind of stories. And those stories are real as well. But the one that they was just like, yeah, this is my life change. And that was what that was so amazing. I like that. I, you know, I, once I had really gotten into the show, like post season one, post season two, and then I kind of was like, I need to like, I want to look more into this and see like really what these songs mean to these characters. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting to find that like, and, and obviously there's Rebecca struggles with mental health issues and is, you know, goes back and forth with her medication and what she should be taking, if she should be taking any. And I thought that the songs it's just a very interesting thing. It tells the story, but it's also a big part of t- a discussion about mental health Absolutely. and what's going on in people's minds. Mm-hmm. Can you touch on that at all? I just love that music really touches your soul through a different route, you know, into your emotions and your soul. And the fact that she's hallucinating these maybe split second moments in her head through song and dance that's three minutes long, we all know exactly what that feels like mm-hmm. when you have a... Either, you know, you start sweating because you're embarrassed and that feels like decades long for you when it's actually not a big deal with someone else that's in that room as well. Um, It's quite genius, really, that Rachel and Aline created a show that talks about an issue that is so taboo or not spoken of or just kind of hush hushed aside. It's just an issue that we don't talk about. And not only was it spoken and uprooted on its beautiful and ugly head, it was celebrated through song and dance. And you were able to not only laugh about it, but understand it, feel like you were being not only seen, but heard through music. Mm -hmm. And I think that was extremely relatable in our show. Well, just the fact, just talking about song and dance, I mean, why are there so few shows on TV that have song and dance? And the song and dance numbers were just so incredible. Thank you. I, I do enjoy that sometimes I get the story and the feedback from fans that the girl that's sitting and watching because it's a musical. She wants to watch a musical show and she sits there and her boyfriend is like, I don't know, it's a musical. And he's the one that's laughing because Mm -hmm. we're talking about waxing in the worst possible way (laughs) in a song. And the puns that are in there are so dark and dry and and really go go for it. You know, when you come to the live show, you'll know. We really go for it on stage. It'll make you blush but laugh at the same time. So it's quite brilliant. Well, especially too, even the actions that are taken aside from the song and dance, like 
the stuff that Rebecca does and that Valencia does. And, it, it, you know, um, it's just you cringe. You can't help but cringe. Uh-huh. But and in I, a good way. Yeah. It makes you love them. Yes. And I have to say, we got away with so much on the show. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> we really did. CW. Yeah. Thanks, CW. Yeah. For yeah. Giving yeah. us really. a platform to just really go for it. And nobody's safe. There, and there were, yeah, nobody's safe. And there even were sometimes for me, as Valencia, where I would just read the lyrics and I be and I would pull Jack Dolgen, like one of the other uh, writers of one of the other songwriters of the show and our producers, and I'd be like, Jack, what are we talking about? <laughs> Why in a lyric are we hanging Congress? Like, what does that mean? And like, it's just this friendtopia, dystopian life, and like we just go there with the extremities of what that means for women. You know, we're just gonna drink rose while we do it. Yeah, that was you so know funny. What I mean? It's so funny. Oh. And like, so I'm just so relieved that I wasn't hired as a songwriter on the show. I mean, it's so Maybe brilliant. Trump would be better if he drank rosé. <laughs> on the lawn. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, you mentioned the live show. And so yeah. I want all of our, our listeners to know that there is going to be two live shows at Radio City Music Hall. Mm-hmm. So if you are in New York City... May 14th and 15th, and there are tickets left for the May 15th show. There are. And apparently the May 14th is sold out, but probably if you come to Radio City, there'll be people who are, you know, there's always those guys out in front. <laughs> scalpers. Some scalpers. Who have some tickets. Yeah, we're worth it, guys. Do it. Do exactly. it. Exactly. So <laughs> you can get tickets to the Radio City Music Hall show on May 15th, and I mean... T- now, it's going to be a very special show, right? Yes, it really is. I always keep saying from the beginning of the year, first of all, Rachel and Aline were v- extremely candid and open about wanting the show to always be four seasons. So to answer your question from before, mm-hmm. we always kind of knew to prepare for the ending. So it was like a different kind of sad. Why do you think four seasons? They just felt that would be a good arc? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Long story short, yes, is the answer. But um, I really feel that for as, a, as an actor, the luxury to know in the second season that it's I have like two, three more years of work was so amazing. Mm-hmm. But then also being, a, being able to prepare to say goodbye. So it felt like senior year where it's this clash of like yeah. sad excitement and the unknown. You start preparing for it. So when we wrapped uh, – in February, we were crying and had champagne at the last day on set. But then we had also still our live show to record for Netflix. So right. it was like, okay, see you next month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It's like Bye never for ending. Bye for now. You like keep coming back. Exactly. And then wrapping the airing of the show was in April and Rachel's birthday all in the same week. So it was a party week again. So now I'm excited that... We actually know that this is like the final step. And for me, it's a homecoming because I've been in New York. I was in New York for almost 10 years before Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And the fact that it's at Radio City. We Which is really, such a great place to I to, mean, do no a big show. deal. Yeah. They're you can like, pretend to be a rockette. Yes, or a camel. You know, I mean, they have camels on that stage once a year. And so I think it's just perfect. It's a perfect way to end that we are such a musically centric show. We can celebrate all the songs and Rachel can really do her thing because if you think she's magical on the show, seeing her live as not only the star, but the MC of our, of this beautiful like concert special that we're going to have, it's out of this world. So what exactly crazy for her? What is going to be on stage? Like, cause <laughs> The songs in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, for the most part, are super, like, produced with costumes and and different scenery and and all of that. So, like, what is it exactly going to be? I mean, you can do big things, obviously, at Radio City. Yes. Well, 
for sure. One of the cool things about it is all three music uh, writers and producers are also playing in the show. Oh, like they're okay. live on the show too because Rachel's one of them and she'll of course be performing. But then Adam Schlesinger and Jack mm-hmm. Dolgen are, Adam will be playing the piano and Jack plays the bass guitar. So you get to see the magic of the creative team together of those three people that created every song and every joke and every lyric pun and when they start bantering on stage, I mean, we just we just waited out because I mean they're just so funny together. Yeah, and you'll see us perform our own songs that you know me as you know Gabrielle singing Valencia's songs, but at the same time we're also each other's ensemble backup dancers and singers. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so our little rehearsal that we had before the show, before coming to New York, was us learning you know, other people's lyrics, some choreography from our amazing choreographer of every single yes, number you and Emmy a winner, award winner. Yes. I hope you had Catherine more than one Burns. rehearsal. That sounds like a lot to learn. Well, I mean, I come from the theater world. So I'm like kind of, you know, kind of like miming a cigarette right now yeah. saying like, it's fine. <laughs> but um, we all like are familiar with each other's songs, but we actually had to learn them. You know what yeah. I mean? And even Rachel was like, don't you know the lyrics to Heavy Boobs? And I'm like, girl, no, I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> just show them to me for a second. It was just, that's what's really fun about it. So you'll see us backing each other up, which with a lot of banter in between. Yeah. And then it's yeah. going to be kind of sexy, right? Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's going to be rest- yes, restricted. That is what I'm Restricted, but not <laughs> is what I'll say. <laughs> um, so I want to ask. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Do you know if Santino <laughs> might be coming? Will he make a special I hope appearance? so, but the man he's is here very, busy very busy right now, especially this time of Tony season with all of his nominations and yeah. whatnot. So proud of him. I think they just even shot their B-roll. So, yeah. I mean, I've, I come from the Broadway world, and that schedule is not a game. I'm sure he's, like, incubating and, like, his, you know... <laughs> He's like, you know, probably like falling asleep with his eyes open right now. Yeah. Well, and, and his him. wife's pregnant. That's what I just I heard. did not know that. Yeah. Yay. I just heard that. So, but okay. I loved, I loved you guys. I just I'm also loved not in that charge. cast. I'm also not in charge. So who knows? Yeah. But who then knows? Rise- other, other special guests will also show up, what? you know, here Why and there. Why did they decide to have a live show to do this? Like two days at Radio City at the end of all of this. Um, I feel like due to our repertoire being... S- over a hundred original songs, we should for the fans as well. You know, we get to connect with fans on social media, which is so cool for our time. And we were able to test the idea of a live show last year when when a lot some of us came, went on tour, literally mm-hmm. all over the U.S. for about a month. And the amount of energy that we feel like our show is small but mighty in a way with our fans, we have to hold for two minutes because they're. Sc- screaming for Rachel or when one of us walks on stage. So it's not just for us or for the creative team. It's for the fans. Well, listen, maybe this could turn out to be a longer gig. <laughs> <laughs> like I keep saying, it's the show that never that ends. Never ends. You never know. Well, look at Lion King. It never ends. <laughs> well, and there was even like, I think like a year and a half ago, Rachel was doing a festival and she asked if any of us 
would like to just join her and maybe sing one of our songs. And it was Vincent Rodriguez III and myself that were able to go with her. And I think that's when we really discovered magic of being able to perform these songs live, live. with each other and all in different renditions. Like I did I'm So Good at Yoga off the cusp with them just like patting on the floor and the audience went <laughs> mad for it. So Vinny took off his shirt. So then I was like, well, I'm taking off mine. And so okay. I took off my shirt and then okay. we were just that whole like improvisational fun. aspect of where Rachel was bred. And I, right. you know, a lot of us are bred from the theater world and then like another third are from a stand up world. So it's a cool coalesce of artistry on stage. Right. You know, um, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I wanted to see, now I forgot what I was going to ask. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I'll jump in then. Come back you to you. Uh, okay, so you, there was 100 numbers that were original that yes. were created for this show. I think 175. Wow. Yeah. How did they write so Girl. many and, like, write the lyrics, which were incredible and so funny, and the music and get the sets? Like, so much work oh, went into this. so much work. I mean, it took it took an army. It How took an army. How long did it take to shoot an episode? It was... Eight business days, so eight Monday through Fridays, so a week and a half. And we really tried not shooting on a Saturday. So again, coming from the theater world where I'm re- where I used to, I'm used to rehearsing from like noon till six and then an eight to eleven schedule on stage. Mm-hmm. This was it, a lot of my theater life theater skills came in handy where you just are given choreography. Again, like Catherine came prepared. Catherine Burns, our choreographer. And she would send us a song that it was, you know, a parody of. So you got to watch the style and all that. But you had to have a creative team that was not only versatile, but not just the cast had to be versatile, the creative team as well. So how did they do that? I don't know, but I stayed in my lane. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed in my lane and I would do my homework on the theme of the song. Were we being Spice Girls? Were we being The Temptations? Were we being, you know, like, what's the style and why is it? Why are they? Why is that so iconic? And then we were able just to, like, trust the lyrics and the add-ins that were available to it. And I just, I have to say, it was, I had the time of my life. Yeah. I really did. This- Go ahead. No. I, I remember my question. <gasps> I wanted to me. see what was the biggest, like the craziest crowd that you guys had had. Like, where were you? Oh my gosh, Chicago. Really? We had just gotten picked up for a final season. Okay. Like on the plane in the air, Rachel got her email that we were picked up, and we were all asleep. I think all in the exit lane for some funny reason. <laughs> And we had a really great night before. I mean, you were traveling economy? Yeah. Yay. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we keep it real. And um, we had a really fun night the night before. So a lot of us were very tired. <laughs> and um, she woke us all up, like kind of like in this telephone moment where we just tap each other and wake each other up. And we all were able to celebrate on the plane. And everyone also knew the news by the time we stood on stage. And mm-hmm. the vibration of excitement was just out of this world. That is what so a memory. Cool. Yeah, that was a, a pretty fantastic memory. I think I, I might have. I, I think some fans tweeted that they lost their voice that night. Uh, they were yelling funny. so much. Well, that's great. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of, of hard work, I just like when you it, explain how you only had eight days and we are thinking of all those numbers like Rachel must not have slept for four years. Maybe that's why she had to end it after that four years. That is an years. absolute fact. <laughs> Seriously. I she would write yeah. them. I'm how telling you in the makeup trailer, we're all sitting there and she's on her computer editing a song as well as editing notes from the table reads. So there's, she has about five episodes in her head at all times. Only one assistant, which which was very impressive. And she was extremely gracious when, when we rolled in scenes. 
I mean, she, even if she was off camera, she was there to talk I to us. I love that. It's like so good for women to take yes. on those roles, like to have more women in Hollywood taking on those roles. So And kicking ass at and, it too. And doing so well yeah. at it. Doing yeah. so well. And so in the makeup trailer, it was the only time I would see her sleep when her her makeup was, be putting on, was being put on her. And she would still engage her neck, but just like close her eyes. Yeah. Get a nap. I can't do that. I can't. Yeah. It's like, how do you do She literally, I guess, either meditate or sleep, but she, she was still engaged. Like when I sleep, sit, there's, I cannot sleep sitting up to save my life. So I also I definitely couldn't sleep when someone was doing my hair and makeup. I know. Like I would be like twitching and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, flickering. Yeah. They're, dry, they're on your I think eyelid. You're probably, if you're as exhausted as she Maybe. must have been, oh, yeah. you could do it. Yeah. Um, let me ask you about your dancing because you're you're such a great dancer. Like, how <laughs> Thank did, you. Yeah, how did you, how do you, like, where do you get time to practice and stay in shape and keep up those dancing skills. I danced all my life for sure. And I went to college for dance and um, I discovered musical theater in college. So I was a late college, Oklahoma city university. That's right. And I discovered my love for musical theater at 18, the first summer out of college when I was hired to do summer theater where you do five shows in 10 weeks. So the speed of putting up a production has, is a very old muscle of mine. It's an old hat as we say. So, um, thank you. I, I love to dance. I always have loved to dance. It is my forte. And I took up singing. I, I, I sang, you know, public school choir education. So I, I give a lot of my props to that and gratitude. And then acting didn't come really, it didn't become like a serious study for me until after In the Heights, my first Broadway show, mm-hmm. where a lot of my feedback and auditions were like, it's her acting. She just needs to get in the class. And I cried. And then I went to class. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in In the Heights with Lynn. Yes, with Lynn Manuel. Yes. And um, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the film coming out? I'm so excited. Are you what gonna a cast. take any part in that? Do you do you know? Oh, I wish, but no. I I'm, I hope to visit set. That's yeah. what I told Melissa Barrera, who is a good friend of mine playing Vanessa. And uh-huh. I was like, Can I please come and sit? And it they're family, you know, yeah. so you're happy for your family no matter what. And I mean I was able to do it in New York. Yeah, I mean, on what a Broadway. Dream. On Broadway. The first time I went, I was an understudy. So I was an ensemble member and understudied the three young women, Vanessa, Nina, and yeah. Carla. And the first time I went on for Vanessa, uh, I hadn't learned second act yet. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like that nightmare you get where you're like, I need to get to that place, but where is it? And how do I get there? You know, like that dream, that fever dream you have. I have the one on stage a lot. And it, it became real. <laughs> so what did you do? Um, Michael Balderrama. Shout out Uh to Mike. Hey, Balderrama. Um, He was our dance captain, person that knows the ins and outs of every detail moment of every cast member's role on stage. Uh, He, on the sides of the stage before I would enter and when I would exit, he would meet me and talk me through what was about Mm -hmm. to happen. Wow. You have to learn so fast. So bananas. Oh, I love it. It's my rocket science. When kids were like super excited in pre-calculus class <laughs> and I didn't, ex- I didn't understand yeah, no. why math was so exciting, now I get it. Ever since like understanding choreography and, you know, uh, harmonies and whatnot, that's, that's my rocket science. Well, I, from somebody who's got two left feet. Um, <laughs> we all have our strong. And I'm not good at calculus, so. <laughs> You're good at I a lot of I admire you things. on all levels. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so now what's next for you? You know, oh. after Radio City, obviously. But- oh, my gosh. This is, in in Hollywood, It's I was able to audition for pilot season this year, mm. where it's, you know, it's 
what we call in New York in the theater world cattle calls in the field of just like you just go, 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 go four auditions a day and you wow. just see what sticks. Mm-hmm. And that mentality of, you know, coming to all the ensemble cattle call, lots and lots of people all at the same time, the rush of that excitement and drive to just be there and just audition that's what pilot season felt like where you're just given like 30 pages a day and you finally just start creating this muscle of not of just trusting your instincts and going in and whether you're not meant for the role or not I'm able I was finally able to meet casting directors right. and make those relationships so I keep saying this here is like my quinceanera <laughs> my coming out party in Hollywood where you just leave a good impression just come prepared do well and just let the universe take it from there yeah and so you, are you waiting to hear whether any of these things stuck you know there's some really fun opportunities where podcasts are pilots and there's some uh it's like a new thing now where pilots are now podcasts to be purchased after they run the after they uh record an episode so i was able to be a part of that that just got purchased and i'm oh, really great excited so about it's a it. podcast that turns into a tv show kind of yes, like lady it, gang on homecoming e. oh yeah, yeah that too was was one and um there and lady gang yeah. got it but it's more so like um serial like where there's the yes. and then it becomes the tv show got it and i did a thriller this uh, year. I love that. Yeah, girl. And the cast was amazing. And I just found the, I just heard the great news that uh, it got picked up. So I get to be a part of it from its inception. That's cool. Yeah. That is, uh, is it based on, is it true? Like based on true I think stories? it's inspired by true stories, okay. but I'm, it's for sure fictional. And they're doing a lot of like interactive or um, surround sound recordings. So cool. I'm, I'm telling a story to someone in front of me, but they, they have a stand in front of a mannequin that has microphones pinned on a lot of sides of their head of the mannequin's head. So when the listener is, has their headset on, they hear it front, back, left, and right. Cool. It's so cool. That's very cool. Podcasts are getting groovy. <laughs> Love it. Okay, hear that Nick silent producer. <laughs> yeah. um, would you return to Broadway? Absolutely, but I don't miss it yet. Yeah. I don't miss eight shows a week yet. <laughs> I'm enjoying the sun and the grass. Because <laughs> well, you've I been understand. working like nonstop for the last yes, four, I have. Like, I guess, yeah, four years. You know, I was forewarned that I would hate Los Angeles. A lot of New Yorkers say that, that. Yes. I feel. <laughs> yeah, you're like, see, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, what area did you live in? All over. And wait, if you, where? In, in LA. She's I in was LA all now. over. Yeah. I definitely was all over the first three years, and we landed in North Hollywood in the Valley. Because yeah. I think it can make a difference where you are and the amount you True. have to drive every day. And also True. like who your friends are. That was the thing. Yeah. A friend of mine who is bi-coastal, he said when I was miserable like the first two weeks I was there shooting this role of Valencia that I was discovering, it was like super new. He was like, you cannot be a New Yorker in L.A. You will be absolutely miserable because you're totally overstimulated by humans because we're outside, we're you know in the subway, you're just like human contact. But when you're like, you could possibly be a troll in LA because you're home all day, <laughs> isolated troll. in right. your car. You're not talking to anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you you're have all to reach the air out. Also, on. Like, everyone's yes. so, so slow there. And emotional. Yeah. Oh my God. Somebody <sighs> just told someone off on the street about me walking over here and I was like, oh, it feels so good to be back in New York. Yeah, you were like, Thank everyone you is just so honest. So and they just say fuck after everyone. Yeah. And you're like, say fuck again. Like, I don't care. <laughs> so, um, there, someone just said, love L.A. for what it is, love New York for what it is, and you'll be happy. And that is definitely true. Yeah. So my my honeymoon with, you know, being a newlywed as well, but my honeymoon with L.A. has not in any way decreased. 
in its good. <laughs> Before we end, you are from South Texas, I right? Am. Yes. We need to hear your because you're you don't speak with a Texas accent, <laughs> but apparently you have one. We yes, need we to... kind of all talk like this, you know, like everyone kind of has like an up and a down. Have you ever seen um, Selena, the movie yes. with yes. J Lo? That's the perfect accent of where I'm from. And the moment I go back, it all of a sudden comes back, you know? <laughs> mira, mira, way. That's what they say. Hey, way. Oye, way. Ven pa' acá. That's what it is. So cute. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love Thank that. you. That's really cute. My dad disagrees that he has an accent every time he talks to me. I'm like, Pop, you do. Does he talk like that? Like Yes, but it's it's we say Tex-Mex because mm-hmm. there are, we say y'all yeah. as well. And my dad refuses to agree, and my mom too. It's like um, they say Friday instead of Friday. Oh, I've never oh, heard Friday. Friday. It's Friday. It's, it's Friday today. Yeah, it's Friday. And like my dad's like, yeah, so you coming in on Monday? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. where it is. But he was like, I don't say that. I say Monday. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> it's when you say it like that, it almost sounds like Canadian. Yeah, well, I was about Canadian. To say it's she's Canadian. Oh, okay. So sometimes I'll catch her saying, like, one time she said A to me, and I was like, there it is. There, there it is. That's, yeah. yeah, that's when y'all comes out. It's, yeah. it's very, I still say that. You know, you're a true Texan when you keep y'all. That'll never go away. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, y'all better come back and see us again with your next project. And y'all listeners out there better get tickets to the... (laughs) Crazy Ex-Girlfriend live show. Tickets still available for May 15th. Gabrielle, thank you so much thank for coming for in to see me, us. Thank you for coming. Your next project, you'll have to come back. Oh, exactly. Yes. All thriller stuff. We'll talk all about it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Y'all. Friday and Monday. Oh, I can't say. Stop <laughs> saying y'all. <laughs> anyway, we look forward that to seeing you on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye now. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.